This is Talking Points, a podcast of the Superintendent Radio Network. And this is a podcast about native turf grasses. I'm your host, Kyle Brown. This is going to be a little bit of a different setup from our standard episodes. There are a lot of important things to know about in golf and turf issues, and our goal for Talking Points episodes is to cover some of the highlights in just a couple minutes, because sometimes that's all the time you have. So the idea is to help you know what you're talking about when these things come up, or you know, at least sound like you know what you're talking about. And when it comes to talking about the benefits of native turf grass, we need to talk to Dr. Dinesha Seth Carley, who is an assistant professor of crop science at NC State University. Welcome to the show, Dinesha. Thank you. It's great to have you. When you're talking to someone and they're curious about what the what the big deal is about using native turf grass, uh, you know, you've only got their attention for a couple minutes. What are the most important things to bring up? Well, I think this is a really interesting topic, particularly in light of what we're seeing changes in the golf industry in general, moving to sort of fewer inputs, reducing water use, maybe reducing labor costs. And so native turf can be a really fantastic alternative to some of the sort of fussier, higher-end managed turfs that we often see on golf courses. Essentially, there are a few things to really keep in mind when we're talking about native turf. One is, of course, choosing the right one. And depending on where you are in the country, you're going to have different options, right? And us being in the south, we in the transition zone in North Carolina, we have maybe more options than other parts of the country. But once you've got the turf, you've chosen the right turf, some of the things that you are going to see benefit-wise, once you have that installed, in particular, I think the biggest one is a reduction in water use. Mm. One of the reasons that native turf grasses use less water is simply that they have a deeper rooting structure than the more formal turf grasses. In some cases where our managed turf grasses are only rooting, they can root anywhere from, you know, four to six inches, the native turf grasses are going to be rooting somewhere more like four to six feet into the ground. So it gives them more access to water, and essentially what it's doing is also building soil quality over time. Once that turf is established, you almost don't have to water it at all. Again, once it's established, right? It takes about a year for it to get established. So you can reduce your water use by a tremendous amount by using a native turf grass. Another thing I think that is important is that potentially you also reduce your pesticide use. In general, particularly in turf grasses, we do need some inputs. We do need some pesticides and some herbicides. But you can reduce the amount that you're putting on if you're choosing a native turf grass because by its very nature, those grasses are going to be more tolerant to the pests that you have in your environment. So you are going to see less disease and less insect pressure in the long run, thereby reducing the amount of pesticides that you would have to apply to it. I would also argue that you could use less fertilizer, although we haven't actually done research on this ourselves. I think it's intuitive that if you have a turf grass that's well established and is resisting weeds and diseases, you probably can also reduce your fertilizer use on that turf grass. No, I was just going to agree. Uh, you know, healthy turf is the best defense against disease. <laughs> and weeds, right? If you think about it, if you have a really well-established turf, whether it's native or a more highly managed turf, you're going to have fewer weed pressures in that turf setting. And so 
using that native turf, you're going to be excluding weeds, meaning that you use less herbicides on that turf. It's safer for the environment, safer for your workers, and maybe you're even reducing labor costs at the same time. I think all of these could also potentially roll into a slight labor cost reduction. And I think those are my biggest, most important talking points. Ultimately, you're going to reduce your water use, and that's a big, big one. You're going to increase the soil quality over time. You'll be capturing more water. You'll have less runoff, and so maybe you have fewer bunkers damaged by large rains because the water is captured by those turf grasses better. And that green infrastructure can not only absorb more water, but it's also going to be excluding weeds and in the long run also have a better tolerance to pests so you can reduce your pesticide load. Absolutely. It sounds like some of the biggest points to bring up when people talk about it are really focused in on that water usage and enhancing that soil quality over time. Yes, and also, again, the potential to reduce the attack by pests. Okay. Well, if we wanted to know more about the importance of native turf grasses on the course, you know, where should we look? Okay, so I have to start by saying that the NC State has a really fantastic turf website, and this is for turf information in general, and it is called Turf Files. There's just all kinds of information there, including information on native turf. But if you want to focus specifically on native turf grasses, believe it or not, the EPA actually has a really good website. Hmm. It's very approachable, something that maybe if you don't want a lot of information, you just want a few sentences about each of these points, it's going to give it to you very clearly and very concisely. So you go to EPA, type in uh, native turf grass, and you'll find that website. If you want more in-depth information and some really good, deeper understanding of what native turf grasses might do for you, the Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center has a fantastic website, and that's wildflower.org. And they have a whole section of their website dedicated to native turf. Well, we'll definitely have to check that out. And I'll try to link a few of those in the, uh, in the show notes itself so people can just click through from the description. All right. Well, I really appreciate your help today, Denisha. Thanks, Kyle. You've been listening to the Superintendent Radio Network, the podcast of Golf Course Industry Magazine, a production of GIE Media, Inc. I've been your host and producer, Kyle Brown. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes or the SRN page on golfcourseindustry.com. Talk to us at srn at gie.net or at GCI Magazine on Twitter. Thanks for listening.